good day to you and welcome to the podcast on today. Listen, I so enjoy spending time with you uh, when we talk about matters uh, of the kingdom. Today, I want to look at this whole idea of uh, how to listen to the preach word is what I've titled it and termed it. And uh, it is my hope that you will leave with better uh, instruction and clarity on as you hear all of these good words that are out uh, because they're good words. But what's the word for me or what are the words, the preach words that are for my life? And that's what we're going to uh, examine and what we're going to look at on today. I want to begin today's uh, topic and today's uh, study with looking at something that Paul says to uh, his spiritual son, Timothy, in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse uh, 1 and 2. He says, I charge thee therefore by God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Listen what he says, preach the word. The instant, in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. So what he says here is, he says to him, preach the word. And I want you to know that that's what we should be preaching. We should be preaching the word of God, not a man's philosophy or something that's just going to tickle the ear, but we preach the word. One of the interesting things is, as he tells Timothy this, The Bible is not written yet. So what does he mean when he says preach the word? Preach what God has said. And that's what preaching really should be. It should be the instruction or the encouragement or the exhortation about what God has said. Our second scripture that I wanted to look at before we kind of began our investigation is in the same book, but back one chapter in chapter three, beginning at verse 16. It says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction and righteousness. And then it says in verse 17, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So as I hear the word, as I hear the word preached, Bishop, how do I know my word or the word that's for me as I listen to all of these preachers and I listen to all of these people talking about the word of God? Let me talk generically about preaching or the word of God first. Let me talk generically about preaching, okay? You've got to understand that when you hear preaching, there are a couple of things that you need to measure it up against, all right? Number one, does the word line up with scripture? Does this word line up with scripture? If it's contrary to scripture, you know it's not the word, okay? Number two, does the word line up with the character of God? Now, it is true you can only really know the character of God if you're in your word and in your Bible. So the more I read my Bible, the more I understand the character of God or who God is. And does that word that I'm listening to line up with the character of God? But then also, does the word line up with what God is doing in my life? And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later, but does it line up with what God's doing in my life? And then does your spirit bear witness with the word? Now, this may be a little challenging because sometimes we can uh, misappropriate uh, conviction for a word not lining up. And being convicted by a word and a word not lining up are two totally different things. And we'll probably scratch that service a little bit later on too. And then understand that there's also safety in the multitude of counsel. So you get a word, especially if it's gonna be a life-changing word, and you think, hey, this could be my word, could not. 
Talk with someone who is an experienced Christian, someone who's walked in the way, who is proficient in the word of God, and they'll be able to kind of direct you in that. And then you can also ask God to just confirm the word for you. You hear a word, you think, hey, this may be my word, or I wonder if it's my word. Ask God to confirm that word for you. And then also, will the word glorify God? If the word that you've heard or the word that you hear, if I execute that, will that give God glory in my life? Will he get glory through my life? If it will not glorify God, then you can be guaranteed that it is not a preached word. And then uh, the last one that we do, will the word produce bondage or will it produce liberty? If that word is going to produce liberty in my life, then I know it's a word of God. If it's going to produce bondage, now I don't want you to get bondage mixed up with discipline being disciplined in the word and being caught in bondage are two different things all right the discipline of the word is me following god and following god's principles and still being able to execute the things that god has for me in my life bondage of course is going to stifle what god is seeking to do with me and what he's seeking to do in my life all right so that's generically the word of god and and dealing with that word of God. So preach the word, preach God's word, the living word, and it's going to be good for doctrine, for reproof, for correction and instruction and righteousness. But those are the generic uh, the generic principles that would help you to assess whether a word really is a godly word. Now, when it comes to you and I, uh, we want to look at the word and we want to discover through the word of God, discover through the word of God, is this my preach word? I hear something on the radio, turn on the radio, and I'm like, wow, okay. Did I turn on that radio because the Holy Spirit led me to turn on that radio because God had something he wanted to say to me? Or did I turn on that radio and it just happened to uh, be something that, uh, that I understand and appreciate, but is it a word for my life? Is it my preach word? Okay, so that's what we're looking at. Now, there are basically three things that you need to... Uh, think through, work through, that's going to help you to know if it's your preach word. Okay? Number one, uh, does that word help me to determine my direction? Number two, does that word establish my assignment? Number three, does that word help me to develop strategy for my life? So, uh, does it help me to uh, determine my direction? Does it help me to uh, establish my assignment? And then number three, uh, does that word help me to develop my strategy? Okay, now to, to, to determine my direction is, if you will, uh, to help me with what I'm calling my practicum. And practicum is me working in something that I'm seeking to become proficient in. So, given that God has given me a direction, does that word help me concerning the direction that I know God has called me to? Now, you got to be careful because you can hear a word that can throw you in a different direction. Okay, God has called me to be uh, a lawyer. You're working all on that. Did you hear a word one day that talks about uh, being a missionary in Cuba? And now all of a sudden, now you want to be a missionary. The direction that God had you in, if that was your God-given direction, 
This is going to change that direction. And so now you know, this may be a word that may be helpful for information and helpful for those kinds of things. Maybe I'm going to minister to somebody else about missionary work, but it is not my word. You got what I'm saying? It helps me with my practicum. Now, if it's a word that's going to help me establish my assignment, it's going to help me with my purpose. Not just my direction, but my purpose. For instance, uh, at Greater New Birth, in the morning, many of us report to the site, the direction. We're all headed to the direction of New Birth. But when we get in the building, all employees, to some degree, have a different assignment. So direction does not necessarily declare assignment. Now, so my the, my assignment is going to beef up my purpose. You got it? So direction is going to be my practicum. Assignment is going to beef, beef up my purpose. And then lastly, uh, when I develop my strategy, that's going to speak to my process. Does this word I'm listening to Speak to the process that God has me in. If, if it's a process that's something else, you, you run into danger when you borrow from one process and instill it or install it in your process. So I've got to make sure if I'm listening to this word, does it help me to develop my process? Now let's go back through it uh, uh, in this way. Does it determine my direction? Does it determine my direction? Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. His delight is in the law of the word of the Lord, and on that he meditates day and night. All right? He has a direction. The law of the Lord is his direction. What God has purposed and lawed for his life is his direction. Let's look at establishing my assignment. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, that we are God's workmanship. God gives me an assignment. He creates me for an assignment. All right? So I'm his workmanship. And then to develop a strategy is it, it Psalms uh, 37, verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Now, we're going to go in depth in these in just a few moments, but I want to take a quick uh, commercial break. I want you to listen to uh, uh, some of the information that's going to be given because it's going to help you as it relates to uh, what we are doing in ministry. And it'll help you, even if you're not a part of Great New Birth, you'll know how to pray for us as we do the things of the Lord. All right, so I'll be right back. I'll talk to you in a few minutes. Hey, GMB, here are your announcements. Join us for morning worship live on Facebook or the Greater New Birth website on Sundays at 10 a.m. Also, don't forget to tune in on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. for our Tuesday night teaching with Bishop R.J. Burt. Now let's get back to the podcast. Hey, we're back. Thank you for coming back. Uh, we've been talking about this idea of listening for your preached word, and I've given you some uh, basic principles. Now, I want to delve into them a little bit deeper, uh, some more deeper than others, but to just give you a clear understanding in terms of what I'm talking about when I state these three things that you're going to uh, be doing. Number one, uh, you're going to listen for the preached word to see if it helps you to determine your direction. Number two, you're going to listen for the preached word to see if it helps you to establish 
establish your assignment. And then number three, you're going to listen for the preach word to see if it helps you to develop your strategy. All right. Now, I'm not excluding other words that may not be for you because you might be listening and you may be able to help somebody else along the way. But we're talking about them, allowing them to encroach upon your life in a way that it keeps you from doing something that God wants you to do. Let's go into the first one. This idea of determining your direction. Direction is so important. I talked about this not too long ago in our ministry, that it's important for you to have a direction. Without a direction, you are not going to be successful. Without a direction, you can be pulled in various and different paths. That you got to understand that your calling is going to be fruitful, not by your gifts, not, not simply by your anointing, but it's going to be by the direction that you feel that God is calling you to move in. Uh, many people have gifts but have no direction. And they're all over the place and they leave the earth having not fulfilled what God had called them to do. All right. So, And many people are anointed and you probably know some, but they don't have any, any direction. So it's very important for you to have direction. Direction, uh, direction helps you to understand instruction. Direction helps you to define what happens to you daily. How does this uh, apply to me? Direction also restrains you from going off course. So you gotta make sure that you are walking and determining your direction. Bishop, I don't have a direction. Then you need to spend some time in prayer so that God can clearly show you direction, the direction that he wants you to go in. Am I to go to school for ministry? Am I to have a street ministry? Am I to be a pastor? Am I to be an elder? Uh, 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 am I gonna be all of those in my walk? It will help me in my direction to know which way I'm going to go. If I'm going to be a pulpit preacher, then I don't need to take piano lessons. That's not going to help me with my direction. You see, so my direction is going to help me to determine that. And so you're going to get that through prayer. Nobody can give you your direction, but really, but God, people can affirm and confirm your direction. That's what pastors do many times, but we don't give you your direction. All right. And so you got to make sure that you're in the face of God and you're reading your word personally. You're reading your word so that you can get your direction. Now, I want to spend time on the next one. So uh, determine your direction. And that's going to help you to know how you're listening for your preach word. You know, say you say God wants me to be a missionary. You hear a sermon on being a missionary. You're going to kind of tune into that because you're like, hey, that's kind of like the direction I'm headed. Right. That's what God has called me to do. But now the next is uh, you're listening to the preach word and it should help you to establish your assignment. And I've taken the time uh, to bring a, a book. I, I, I read through this book and I read through it periodically. It's done by a guy by the name of Mike Murdoch. He's written this book and it's called Seven Signposts to Your Assignment. All right. So you need to make sure that you establish your assignment so that as you're on your direction, you're not in somebody else's assignment. You got it? All right. So there are seven signposts, and I want to go through these real quick. First of all, your assignment is a problem that you were created to solve on earth. That's what your assignment is, believe it or not. Your assignment is what you have been uh, designed to solve on earth. So uh, uh, God uh, needed a nation. 
Uh, he needed uh, to be loved and he needed a nation. And so he went and he dealt with Abraham. Okay, Abraham's assignment was to solve the issue that God needed a nation. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So I got to understand that Adam needed to help me. God created Eve. All right. So God creates. He, he solves problems. You were created in his image. So you were created to solve problems. Uh, people need to hear word. I was created. You see to give that word, to solve that problem for those people. For every member that goes to greater new birth, I solve the problem of them hearing the word of God, the preached word of God, all right? So, so you gotta understand that you were created to solve a problem. Uh, the brother who's helping me to do this today, Brother Marcus, he was created to solve the problem of me needing to do this podcast, but needing somebody who knew how to make it happen. You see, he was created for that. All of his life, he's been headed to the day and the time that we recorded this. So he was created for that. So your assignment is going to be a problem that you solve. Number two, what you love is a clue uh, to the gifts and the wisdom you contain to complete your assignment. What do you love? It's going to help you to know kind of where you need to be in your assignment. Love bursts persistence. You need persistence to complete your assignment. When you love something, you're willing to go through what you need to in order to make it happen. What you hate is a clue to something you are assigned to correct. See, anger is a passion. We're to be angry, but sin not. Anger is a passion. Even uh, when it's misguided, still that passion, if it can be aligned, can help you to achieve. Moses hated slavery, Mike Murdoch talks about. And that's what caused him to become the great leader that he was to bring Israel out of Egypt. You understand what I'm saying? Martin Luther King, he hated the injustice. And that's what caused him to be fired up enough to lead uh, the African-American people uh, to a, a place where justice was more prevailing. So what is it that you hate? Man, I hate when so-and-so, it may be the thing that God has caused you to be assigned to. Here's number four. What grieves you is a clue, to, a clue to something you are assigned to heal. What makes you cry? Nehemiah was troubled that uh, Israel had not been rebuilt and the walls weren't built. Ezra was troubled that there wasn't a temple. What troubles you, and these are things we run away from, it may be a clue to what your assignment is, you see. And so we have to understand that. Here's number five. If you rebel against your assignment, you're going to run into some major, major, major issues and major problems. All right. And so I got to understand that I cannot rebel against God because then God will have to correct me. And Mike Murdoch says it like this. God cannot be ignored without consequences. And you and I both know that. Right. So I'm seeking my assignment so that I can have peace. Jonah runs away from his assignment and he goes through all kinds of trouble. Not only does he go through trouble, but the men who are with him go through. Could it be that you're causing the drama and the trouble in your life and in the lives of others? And then number six, your assignment will require seasons of preparation. 
You are not born qualified, you become qualified. And that's why the preach word is so important. It helps to qualify you as you get that word, as you get that instruction, as you get that correction, as you get that doctrine, as you get all of those things, it helps to qualify you. Consider Moses, right? He spends 40 years getting to know his enemy. He spends another 40 years being educated in patience and about people. He spends his last 40 years delivering the the children of Israel and, and getting them toward the promised land. All right. So he has to be qualified. He's not born qualified. He's born with the assignment, but he's not born with the qualification. The qualification comes through the process, and that's why the preached word becomes so important. The last thing that Mike Murdoch talks about in this book is your assignment will never really become fully acknowledged and successful until you become obsessed with it. When you become obsessed and taken in by your assignment, then it will, if you will, produce itself. And that's why the preach word is important, you see. It speaks to your assignment, right? That's what we talk about. It establishes your assignment. And when I say establish, I don't mean just bring you in the mindset of, but it establishes, it makes your assignment sure you're you're qualified because you've heard the word of God. You've gotten the instruction. You've gotten the reproof. You've gotten the correction. And that is what helps you to become who you need to be. So that's the establishment. I'm listening to the word of God. Does this word help me to establish what I've been assigned to conquer and what I've been assigned to do in the earth? All right. So now the last one, when I'm listening to the word of God, does it help me to develop strategy? All right. Does it help me in my process? Does it speak to the success that God wants me to have? Does it create for me steps that are going to keep me in vision? Strategy keeps vision in focus. So I'm listening to the word of God. Uh, sometimes preachers preaching and something somewhere you went off the last week, the preacher talks about it. Oh man, that, that jolts you back to, hey, I got to get myself back together. I got to start reading my word more because the word is a part of your strategy. Hey, I got to pray more. Hey, I do have some unforgiveness. I got to get that out of my life. That helps me with my strategy, you see, and achieving who God wants me to be. So it's going to help me. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and God delights in his way. So that it's going to help me with my steps. So as I'm listening to the preach word, is it helping me with my strategies? Uh, pay your tithe. That helps me with my strategy to know that I need to make sure that I give so that I can be blessed. It helps me with my strategy to complete me. All right. You got what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm going to listen to the preach word asking three basic questions. And I give you the, I've given you not only the foundation, but some of the inner workings on there. Does it help me to determine my direction? Number two, does it establish my assignment? Number three, does it help me to develop strategy for my assignment? And if that word does those three, you're listening to your word. Now, I, I want to end with the caution to say, Just because you're listening to a word that is not your word does not mean it's not an effective word. Because it may be a word God's giving you to help somebody else who's going through something regarding their assignment, 
regarding their strategy and you have information that can help them. See how that works? So, but it may not be your word. Y'all got me? Okay, so go out and live big, amen. Listen to the preached word of God. Get that word in your spirit. Say, God, help me to determine my direction. And let it establish, if you will, my, my assignment and then help me to develop strategy. So draw that word to you. Provoke that word out of that preacher so that it will help you do that. Well, God bless you. God keep you out of enjoy spending time with you. I look forward to being with you again. Thank you for tuning in to these podcasts. And they not only bless you, but know that they bless me also. Until I see you again, let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for these who are here today and I pray that you would bless them in their walk and whatever they need, God, in order to achieve what you've given for them, whatever they need in order to become who you call them to walk in the direction you've given God to establish themselves in assignment and also to just develop a strategy give them the word that they need continue to let them grow in wisdom the wisdom of your way and the wisdom of your word this is my prayer in Jesus name amen hey I gotta go but remember wherever there's an air of expectancy and an aroma of faith God he's a wonder he's a wonder Yes, he is.